You're listening to the Beside the Badge podcast with your host, Paul Bunker, veteran chaplain and friend to law enforcement. Welcome back to another episode of Beside the Badge. Boy, do I have a good one for you here today. So I talked in our last episode, and if you missed that one, go back and listen or watch it. Uh, But I was talking about the fact that I had some classes coming up in the next week. I had some friends that were doing some different things, and I was going to be doing just a little bit of traveling, not too far away. And uh, so just to cover those quickly, um, the class that I went to uh, personally, uh, three of my buddies in law enforcement went. We got to train together side by side. Um, The importance of training, I cannot overstress. You can't train too much for a job that can get you killed. Secondly, um, I got to see my buddy uh, Eric Hadley with Got Your Six Coffee and see the exciting things that they are doing there. He's he's actually in the process of roasting his own coffee, which is going to help him to reach even more people because it will help them to uh, have a better margin in their product, which means more lives changed with Got Your Six Coffee. If you have not followed them on the social medias, go over there and check them out. Say, uh, Paul Buckner with Beside the Badge said hi. Coffee sip break. Mm. So anyway, got to see my buddy Eric Hadley. It had been a couple of months since I had seen him. And then my buddy Matt Combs of Shield Force International, um, he was doing an executive protection class. And my two buddies from uh, the Church Safety Guys, and you may know me from over there, we have our own podcast for that, uh, James McGarvey and Mike Scully, they got to take Matt's executive protection class, which is very high-speed stuff. So it was really a really good week, and uh, the class went off without a hitch. Uh, it was an intro to defensive pistol class, which some of the fundamentals that are taught there, I mean, it owes its lineage back to Gunsight, the granddaddy of all firearms academies and uh, here in the U.S. So really, really good stuff. And uh, I got to see people level up in the uh, the firearms class, and there's some great discussions going on in our area of things that we can do. Uh, to uh, to establish a competitive nature. One thing I want to see happen in my area is I want to see competitions for uh, running to a position, uh, obviously getting your heart rate up, maybe some type of a relay where an officer runs up and sets down a magazine. Another officer runs up and uh, the, obviously the firearm's already on the table and um, and sets down um, ammunition. Another officer runs up and has to put the firearm together, uh, load it, and, um, and lay it down. Uh, the next officer runs up, chambers around, and fires. And some type of a relay competition that would be between departments to raise certain skills. Um, running up to a position, shucking body armor and boots, diving into the water to to pull a dummy uh, out of the water, to swim out to a dummy and and save the little girl, as it were. Just different kinds of contests like that to try to array, raise the awareness for training and physical fitness. Uh, you, again, can't train too much for a job that can get you killed. And I think that this class um, may very well have been a first fruit. There's some things that may be coming down the pipe. I'd love to see a set of roving trophies that would be in my area that maybe eventually could become some kind of a national thing. And and if you hear this and you feel inspired and you want to do something in your area and get departments competing, small and large, I would love I would love for a day to come in the near future where the swimming trophy has gone to a particular department. Another chief comes in to talk business and then reaches over and pokes that trophy on the wall and says, hey, by the way, next year, this is going to be mine. And the, the first chief goes, no, it's not. 
Because when you have that competitive nature of we're going to be very physically fit, we're going to be in good shape, we're going to be able to handle the physical challenges that come, your officers live longer. They have more full lives and in a lot of ways, and you feel better when you're physically fit than you do when you're not. And that's me speaking from experience. So the classes were absolutely incredible. I wanted to talk briefly about the challenge coins. So if you can't see this because you're listening to it, um, I will have these up on the social medias uh, where you can check these out. But I actually have a challenge coin here. Let me get this in the right spot so you can see it. This came from Got Your Six Coffee. And I am a founding member of said Got Your Six Coffee. And I absolutely love the company. And uh, Eric Hadley's a phenomenal guy. Uh, he, his was actually the first challenge coin I received. And then uh, the second one I received in, in relationship to Beside the Badge was actually out of uh, Gallia County. And hopefully I pronounced that right. Gallia County in Ohio. And then I was surprised over the weekend uh, when I met my buddies with got with yeah with got your six coffee when i met my buddies with the church safety guys uh in person for the first time and uh, you may have heard me say before that we had never met uh we got to have a great dinner together and then just sit and talk some some business about where we felt god was taking what we were doing well i have a series of sayings and you'll get to know these in the course of me talking about law enforcement and, and doing chaplain work so i have a saying which is semper disciplina which is Latin and roughly translated is always training or a lifestyle of training. And so, and I'll show you this coin for those that are watching. And then it says, keep your powder dry. So uh, Mike Scully actually designed the artwork on this. And you're seeing a bit of a reflection there, but you're actually seeing the coin. It's really, really well made. And uh, he had these, a uh, handful of these struck. So it says Semper Discipline on the back with a uh, first responder flag visible uh, with a, a kneeling knight in front of it. And then um, and then what I consider the front, it says, keep your powder dry, church safety, guys. And I, I've coined those two phrases in the church safety world, one being Semper Disciplina, a lifestyle of discipline training. Secondly, keep your powder dry, meaning keep your equipment and your gear ready. Don't, don't go and find that all of your medical in your squad car has dried out. Um, I've actually encountered that in squad cars before where you go to get something and it's been in there for so long and it's not been checked out that in a crunch when it matters uh those items have dried out completely maybe you come from a northern state where the temperatures don't get that high but here in the south things do get a bit warm i don't know where that accent came from that was just weird but um so that was pretty slick and then my buddy simon and uh last but not least i want to show this coin off and this will be up on social media as well. So Simon has Kingwood, Kingswood Security Consulting. Let's get this over here where you can see it. Kingswood Security Consulting. And I love the back. I love the back of this coin. Church Security. Let's see what this says. Church Security Awareness Training. And very, very slick coin. And he sent me a copy of his new book which is Securing Church Operations, a Seven-Step Plan for Ministry and Safety Leaders. And I am very honored to be part of the church safety world. I'm watching, I'm watching what God does there, and it dovetails so many times with my ministry into law enforcement. So it's amazing to make good friends in that world. And uh, so 
I also want to talk about something that, that is actually happening right now. In my area, in my state, it's legal to do raffles. And not, not in every state is it legal to do raffles. But in my area, we lost a fine police officer, very sadly. Not the happy part of the story. And before his time. Um, he did not die in the line of duty, but we lost him. And in the course of losing him, um, even past life insurance, sometimes you end up with medical bills and the like. And a bunch of us went, um, no, that's not acceptable. We, we have this gentleman's back, uh, beyond the grave. Th this is how we roll. And so by the grace of God, somebody donated some equipment, some various items. And we actually had, there were pins and, and there's stickers. There's a couple different sets of pins, there's stickers and, uh, and the like that have been, that are out there. And so the exciting thing about it is that, um, including uh, a rifle, and I think somewhere in the vicinity of $2,000 was raised uh, from one direction in one weekend, the same weekend, maybe $1,200 was raised, and we're not even done. We're going to run the raffle through the end of the month. And it, it's one of those things that I love seeing people come together and say, hey, I want to help. And... Um, this is going to help his widow, who's a phenomenal lady, and I, I've gotten to meet her. And sometimes in in doing chaplain work, it can be very sad. And in other times, it can be so unbelievably beautiful when you see people coming together and helping each other. Uh, so I'm going to take a quick sponsor break, and then we're going to come back with uh, some exciting things that have happened and some exciting things that are going to happen over the next few days. So quick sponsor break. I want to talk about John Leo Riley. Got to visit with him a little bit about a week ago. Phenomenal guy, just a good human being. And he's used his experiences in law enforcement to create what he calls gentle response. And he teaches de-escalation par excellence. And this is a guy who trains to this day with his firearm because there are people that don't want to be de-escalated or there are people that that uh, in, in a situation that you don't have time to de-escalate. Fair enough. Uh, but he teaches uh, the highest level of de-escalation I've ever seen. And it, it's phenomenal. Great guy. Proud to have Gentle Response as one of my sponsors. Uh, secondly, and uh, I'm going to get this coffee cup up here, uh, Got Your Six Coffee, Eric Hadley. So I had mentioned being a founding member. And when I went up to see my buddy, I scored my founding member cup. Now this is something that won't be around forever. There will be a day when he fills up his roster of founding members, but this is a phenomenal company. Got to see his roasting operation that he's setting up. They're actually moving their roasting in-house, which is phenomenal. And got to sit there and drink delicious coffee and talk about, about God and life and my chaplain work and his mission and how those things dovetail and I, I've gone to many events with this guy. Many times I have crashed out on his couch. Shout out to you, buddy. And uh, and gotten to see what they do first person at these different events. And uh, I'll tell a story one time about pulling security for an event he did. And uh, some, of the, some of the neat opportunities that that came along with. So, got your six coffee. There's purpose in every cup. Brewing better days. Uh, service for those who serve. Those are three of their slogans and they mean it. Um, literally past what it takes to survive, they give away the net profits from their coffee and they are doing so to help uh, law enforcement, EMT, uh, paramedics, police, or uh, said police officers and veterans, uh, any number of first responder causes and they have changed lives. There are, I have been there to see lives 
changed. Got your six coffee. If you are drinking some off-the-shelf store-bought swill, you need to try out Got Your Six Coffee. It is award-winning. It is not just award-winning. There's purpose in every cup. And then I, I actually got to see my buddy Matt Combs with Shield Force International over the weekend. I am not wearing that shirt today, but soon I will be wearing the shirt that he uh, hooked me up with. He just had a new batch of shirts made. And down the sleeve, it actually says no victims here. And uh, it's that's really his mission. And he teaches in the law enforcement world and is extremely good at what he does. Not only does he teach in the law enforcement world, but he actually has a series of classes for folks who are uh, maybe like real in real estate, in the real estate world, which is a very dangerous place for the ladies, especially um, dealing with stalkers and, and keeping yourself safe. And uh, that is a very, very real thing. Um, I've dealt with situations where women needed escorted out of the church that they went to uh, because of someone who was a very dangerous stalker. And I do a lot in the church safety world. So those kinds of things are very, very real. I've helped set up safe houses for women who are in danger uh, on any number of levels uh, before because there are people who are very, very dangerous. So Matt Combs, Shield Force International, amazing guy with an amazing mission. Uh, and uh, I forget where I heard this first, but the world needs more good, dangerous people because there's plenty of bad, dangerous ones, right? And uh, I don't remember who I heard that from the first time, but it really resonated with me. So I want to talk about a trip I got to go on uh, this week. Um, got a call from a chief of police. He's like, hey, I need some help. I need to make a trip up. And in, in our state, it's actually based out of the state capitol but need to go up and get equipment. And so um, filled up a police SUV with um, basically cast off equipment, uh, surplus equipment from the state. And there was two locations we went to in the same city, uh, one of which you pay for the equipment uh, at a nominal fee. And I have a background as an IT guy. So there was computer equipment that was obtained, um, light bars for vehicles, which is phenomenal. They do a lot with uh, the Department of Defense's program where they have cast off equipment that's surplus as well so they can get cruisers and different things. And this is a town that otherwise would not have equipment. They just wouldn't have equipment. And so got to get to know the chief better, got to drive up. It was about a 12 hour round trip for us, counting, counting stopping for fuel and a couple of meals and, and going back and, and sorting through the equipment. But we were able to get hard and soft body armor. We were able to get I mean, just all the way down to the minutiae of what it takes to to uh, have a department like um, like ticket books. Some departments, and if you're from a bigger department, you're probably gasping right now. Um, they actually, uh, bigger departments will have a laptop in their vehicle with a portable printer, but not every small department does. And in my area, it's about 50-50. And uh, so those ticket books come in very handy. All kinds of different things like that that can be a blessing. And uh, so if you're from a bigger department and you're like, oh, every every unit has ballistic armor, every unit has long guns, not every small department does. And so it was a phenomenal trip. We really got to know the chief better and uh, he needed company and somebody to, to spot him driving if need be. So um, I'm honored with some departments. They'll talk to the mayor and be like, look, we got to make this big, long trip. Paul's one of our guys that helps us out. Do I have permission to have him uh, help us drive or whatever? So. Uh, phenomenal, phenomenal trip, got to help. I think so far it's blessed about five departments. Coffee sip break. So, 
uh, and we're still we're not done going through the medical. Um, there was a lot of medical gear that we got our hands on, and so we're going through that. And I'm sure that's going to bless probably a lot more departments than we've already been able to bless. So Monday's trip was a lot of fun, and it it actually let me talk to some other departments and say, hey they had computer equipment that is better than what you have um, laptops and desktops phenomenal prices because it's at a state level that they're closing it out you have to be a municipality to get it so if you are in the law enforcement world if you're part of a, a municipality or a county level government and you are needing upgraded equipment in a lot of cases it's a matter of a trip i mean if your state has such a program um, the prices are often affordable and um, as an IT guy, I'm like, hey, I will come into that department. And I mean, there's only only, a no, only so many departments I can physically help in person. Uh, there's only so many departments I can drive to in person, but I will come physically help set those computers up. And uh, that uh, that is a huge thing. Uh, I was having a conversation with a chief uh, earlier this week because of that trip. And someone mentioned, hey, just be careful. Those those computers are wiped. They're likely to be wiped. There's nothing on them. And I'm like, uh, I know a guy that can totally handle that, you know, with a big grin on my face. And the chief's like, okay, cool. That is something that I love to do. If you come again from a bigger department that has, maybe you come from a, a huge police department uh, and you have an enormous IT department or, or a handful of IT guys, or you have a an IT guy on staff or on call, a lot of these small departments, they don't work like that. They don't have anything like that. And uh, so some very, very cool things coming down the pipe. I'm working with a couple of different instructors on getting training into the law enforcement world. Um, we, again, you can't train too much for a job that can get you killed. And I'm, I'm about to rattle apart. I want so bad to talk about something that's coming down the pipe and I can't talk about it just yet. There's some big news that probably next week, um, if not next week, the week after I'll be able to share with you, uh, that's coming down the pipe that again, I'm just about to rattle apart, uh, holding it in. I also have a series coming down talking about being a man of God, talking about being a father, um, a husband, uh, being um, your brother's keeper, and not necessarily in that order, but being being these things and what that looks like. So that's going to be coming down the pipe as well. So guys, this one's actually going to be a little bit shorter. I'm going to pray us out, uh, but I wanted to wanted to talk to you about how those classes had gone, all the exciting things that were going on, taking care of a family. Uh, you know, in our, our uh, in our law enforcement world that lost their husband and father, who was a great guy and was well loved. Um, and, and just the things that came about to take care of that family. It's it's really been an uplifting couple of weeks. And that's a good thing because right now it's really hard. I I hate losing the good ones. Um, I've got about, I don't know, about three cops in my circle that are are looking elsewhere right now because of what's going on. <clears throat> and at the same time, I've got law enforcement buddies that are stepping up and coming in, uh, people that are looking at the academy and different things that are that are looking to get into law enforcement. And so it's been a mixed bag. I always hate to lose the good ones. And uh, so it's just one of those things. Before I pray us out, one of the things, if you are a believer, uh, that I pray for is that God will protect and, and um, help the good ones to develop. Uh, even more, but <clears throat> that God will help the bad ones to find something else to do because there's officers that are everything from inept to corrupt. And if you've been around law enforcement very long, unfortunately, you know that that's true. 
and um, <clears throat> we need to get rid of some of those folks. And sometimes they get themselves in positions where they're hard to weed out, or even the other officers they work with don't know that they are corrupt, that maybe they're doing something they shouldn't be doing. So if you would join me in that prayer, we want to keep the good ones. We want to weed out the bad ones. So let's take a moment and pray. <clears throat> Dearly Father, Lord God, I thank you uh, for the podcast you've given me, for this opportunity, this vehicle to reach out into um, dozens to hundreds to thousands of officers' vehicles as they drive around on duty, as they work out at the gym, whatever it is they do when they are listening. And, uh, and, and I want this podcast to be uplifting to them, Lord God. I want it to be something that reaches private citizens where they can have a better understanding of what happens behind the badge, Lord God. So I thank you for my journey beside the badge. And I look forward to where you're taking it. You've got some things coming down the pipe, Lord God, that I'm unbelievably excited about. I ask that you would supernaturally, as always, protect every officer that's hearing this broadcast, Lord God, that if need be, you would bend the bullets around them. You would cause the bad guy to trip and stumble as they would attempt to attack them, Lord God, and you know how fervently I mean that. And Lord God, I'm looking forward to this series talking about being a man of God, a, a father, uh, or, uh, a husband as well, and being also um, my brother's keeper. Lord God, I thank you that you put that on my heart. You made that an opportunity. And Lord God, um, I just ask that you would weed out the the bad officers, that handful of bad eggs that that gives law enforcement a bad name, and uh, that you'd help them to find something else to do, uh, and if need be, that they would they would leave uh, by conviction if that's what it takes to get them out. Lord God, we need to weed out that handful of bad officers. So I ask for supernatural protection again. I thank you for this podcast and the opportunity you've given me to reach out to uh to folks and get your get your message out to get this message out lord god i lift these officers up to you in your son jesus name amen you guys be careful i will talk to you next time thank you for listening to the beside the badge podcast stay safe out there and be sure to subscribe and share this podcast 